What's up, everybody? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. On this episode of Uncommon Grounds, host Chris Rausch interviews Mariana Rapa, a senior journalism major. Mariana discusses her journey to Quinnipiac as well as where her passion for journalism originated. Chris and Mariana also get into a discussion about how some journalism majors overcome social anxiety when being called to interview others. My name is Mike Bachman and I'm the producer of the show. I'm also a graduate student in Quinnipiac School of Communications. Our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. On Common Grounds is hosted by Chris Rausch, dean of the School of Communications. Hope you enjoy and thanks for listening. Welcome to Uncommon Grounds. This is a podcast about students at the Quinnipiac University School of Communications. My name is Dean Chris Rausch, and joining us today is Mariana Rapa. Mariana is a journalism major and an English minor. Mariana, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So let's start at the beginning. How did you get to Quinnipiac? Well, you know, I was in high school and I didn't really know what college I wanted to go to. And my counselor, Miss um, Archer, she recommended Quinnipiac to me because I found myself taking a journalism class in high school where I actually worked on the actual newspaper, my high school newspaper. And working my way up to club editor my junior year, I realized I'm like, you know, maybe I should go to a college with a journalism program. So then I had two options. I could either go to Plymouth or I could go to Quinnipiac. So I picked Quinnipiac due to the great journalism program that we have here. And uh, yeah. So how did you fall in love with journalism in high school? My, my high school didn't even have a paper. Well, um, I think in the beginning I was very much a writer. I'd been writing since I was like 12, started with a diary and then I went to poetry, fiction, everything else. And then, you know, my freshman year of high school, I needed an outlet with writing. So I decided to join the paper. And it was like, uh, it was interesting to me because I loved, I love being behind the scenes and I love editing. And it gave me the opportunity to really work in a semi newsroom, even though, you know, it's a high school paper. It's not really like it's published anywhere else, but it felt good to actually, you know, go out, do stories, publish things. And what was the um, the attraction to Quinnipiac besides the journalism program? Did you visit the campus? I did. I visited a lot of campuses, actually. I visited Smith, Holyoke, or Sinus. I don't think I ever, I think I visited Plymouth. Yeah, I did visit Plymouth. At first, I thought I wanted to go to an all-girls college, but then I'm like, most of my friends are guys, so I need, like, that outlet of, like, having guy friends. I think Quinnipiac, it was, you know, it was close to home like an hour. You know, I moved to Connecticut for college specifically. Um, so it was it's a nice little commute. It's in a nice area. And I thought, you know, why not come here? Okay. So you've been involved with a number of different things on campus since you got here. How did you get involved with those? So when I first started my freshman year, I joined GSA, the Gender and Sexuality Alliance, uh, to find like some friends. And then I ended up being on their e-board for about two years, and I also worked on the Multicultural Council representing GSA. And I wanted to, you know, give my input and get the org's name out there and make more changes on campus when it comes to multicultural things. And then I ended up joining Quinnipiac tonight as well. Um, you know, I made a lot of friends in that club. I, I joined Quinnipiac tonight because I'm a huge fan of SNL, Saturday Night Live. 
So I thought it would be fun. I started in a couple of sketches. I worked behind the scenes. I did camera work. I did makeup. I did basically everything you can think of. Um, and then I also did a little bit of writing for the Chronicle. I wrote, uh, I think, two pieces for the Arts and Life section for the Chronicle. I kind of just, when I came here, just decided I'm going to expand my horizons to the three different things I like. Um, I never really did acting in high school. I just saw a lot of YouTube videos, thought it was fun, so I decided to do that. And then when it comes to things like GSA, you know, I was, I came out my sophomore year of high school and I was bullied for like the entire time I was in high school and I had like a small group of friends. And when I came here, I was like, I need to find like a place where I can you know, f be myself, and that ended up being, like, the multicultural suite, people in the suite, and then GSA as well, which created, like, this nice little core group of friends that I had coming to Quinnipiac and now graduating as a senior, I think. So explain a little bit for, for listeners who don't know about the eBoard. What does an eBoard do for an organization like GSA? So the eBoard is basically the people who lead the organization, create events, so I was PR, I was public relations, so I was creating posters for events, spreading the word about events, and then you have the treasurer who handles our funds for the events, planning how much we're going to spend the semester, how much we're going to spend in general. Then you have the president who creates all the events, manages everything, sends out the emails. Then the vice president who helps out, the PR people. And then you have just the person who sits on the Multicultural Council board itself, which was me at the time. And I was also doing PR along with my friend John, who now graduated. Um, but, you know, eBoard is basically the small group of people that manage the club and make sure it continues to run as a whole. Okay. Um, so let's switch gears a little bit and talk about Quinnipiac tonight. I need your top three skits from Saturday Night Live. <sighs> like... Saturday Night Live? Saturday the Night show? Live. The show. The NBC show. Oh, all time. Man. Oh, my top three. Um, anything with Kate McKinnon. Literally okay. anything with Kate McKinnon. <laughs> Kate McKinnon is my favorite actress. I don't know if you... They came out with a Ghostbusters movie a long time ago, a second one. I saw yeah. that, and that's what got me into Saturday Night Live, and I looked her up, and then I found all her skits. Um, so definitely the... There were three skits that I loved. There was one where they were where she was abducted by aliens. There was one with an I remember that one. That one was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Um, there was another one where she was uh, in a camp or something, and she was playing a younger kid. I don't remember which one that was. Okay. And then the third one was recent with Gal Gadot from Wonder Woman, the actress yep. who plays Wonder Woman. Yep. Those were my top three, most likely. Uh, of all time. Anybody besides Kate McKinnon you like? Um, Pete Davidson. He makes okay. me laugh so hard. Oh my god, okay. he's great. Um, definitely him. There was another actress. Um, she was also in Ghostbusters. I can't remember her name, but she's pretty funny too. The second one. I like when Kate McKinnon does Ellen DeGeneres. That's oh yeah, think, that that I was think, that was great. I think that's really spot on. Yeah, she's she, she's a, she's a great actress. She's fantastic. Yeah. And she does a good Hillary Clinton as well. She does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you wrote some for the Chronicle. You also uh, remind me did her campus? Is that correct? I did. Yeah, I wrote a couple stories for them. Yeah. T tell the listeners about her campus and what that is. 
So her campus is basically like, it's a small magazine that runs out of like all the colleges you can, any college you can think of, they have it. Um, and it's basically a group of female students who write about things like fashion, fall, celebrities, everything else. I was mostly writing LGBTQ issues for that to like bring some awareness to it because I felt like it wasn't really talked about on campus as much. So I was writing a lot of articles about like songs and like album reviews. And I, I think I even wrote an article about like people saying they hate fall and like what to do if you don't like fall. Wow. That's yeah. like my favorite. I love fall. <laughs> I don't know why people don't like it. Yeah. So you did an, uh, an internship this summer with, uh, with Coed Media Group. I did, yeah. What, uh, what all did that involve, and how did you get that internship? So I applied to a couple places on Indeed, and I ended up getting hired during the summer um, to be a content writer for them. So I would create, I would see what was trending, and I would create, like, original pieces based on what was trending, and I would work from, like, I'd be up at like nine. I'd be working from like ten to two. Create my own schedule and stuff. Because um, of COVID, I couldn't really go into the office, which is based in New York City. So I think I wrote a total of like twenty-eight pieces for that internship. I can't remember how many pieces I wrote. And what were the websites that, that that these were posted on? Um, it was mostly posted on uh, CollegeCandy.com, okay. I believe, which was one of their uh, newsletters, newspapers. And, and, and what kind of experience do you feel like that gave you? Well, personally, it was, I'm going to be completely honest. Sure. That's what not, we're here for. I did. I liked it, but I also didn't like it. I, I wanted to be like more of like in an office behind the scenes, you know, like I figured out like throughout college that I don't really want to be a reporter. I'd rather be like an editor or like a managing editor or like somebody who edits like visuals or like art or something. I feel like that's easier for me. I'm, I'm not really a person who likes to report on people. Like, okay. for my final enterprise project, yeah, I'm, like, doing interviews over Zoom. But, like, I'm comfortable because I don't have to, like, actually be next to the person interviewing them, if that makes sense. I still yeah. have a little bit of social anxiety when it comes to, like, reporting and interviewing and stuff like that. You know, I think a lot of uh, people are that way. I, I mean, I, I remember having anxiety about interviewing people for stories when I was in college working for my college newspaper as well, because they held positions, you know, on campus or, or in town. And I was like, I'm just a college student. Why do they want to talk to me? <laughs> you know, I had a I, lot of, I guess I had a lot of imposter syndrome. Yeah. I felt the same way, you know, interviewing a couple people for this mental health article I'm writing for my final project. I just, I felt comfortable because like all the interviews have been on Zoom. I can record them. I can transcribe the audio and then I could just go off that and like figure out where to put it in the piece, which is not bad. I think the only anxiety I had was yesterday I had to go to Fresh Check Day and take some photos for my project and also for my senior capstone class. And that was a little nerve wracking because talking to people I'm not really good at, you know, with interviewing and stuff. Um, but you're doing fine talking with me right now. Yeah, I know. Like I said, <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, I'm going to burst your bubble here for a minute, okay? Mm-hmm. If you realize you're going to go into journalism, you may not be able to start off as an editor. You may have to, like, 
yeah i know a reporting work. job or something else yeah to, work work my to, way up to to move up to to what yeah. you want to do yeah i'm uh i'm prepared for that okay um i am definitely prepared for that so you know i realize that it's going to be a lot to you know get up to an editing job but i am willing and i'm willing to try new things and like you know just conquer my social anxiety and just do it really okay it's, I think it's just a college thing right now, to be honest. It, it's, it's not. I mean, my first job in journalism I had for five months, and I hated it. Uh, okay. But I needed a job. Right. You no. Know? And then Definitely. my second my second job in journalism, I had one year to the day. Okay. So, you know, you take jobs, you know, right when you get out of college that may not be the ideal job that you want but it's a stepping stone to kind of help you get to where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's true. I mean, my mom is going back to school, so. Oh, really? What's she doing? Um, she wants to, do, uh, she, she works, uh, for like, she does like billing, bookkeeping, all that stuff for like star, which is like a nonprofit organization that helps with housing, uh, mentally disabled individuals. And she, wants to get her business management degree so that she can get a better job. And she actually starts in October, which is great. Because she never graduated college. She never finished. So. My mother never went to college either. Mm. So, yeah. So, ideal job for you, ten, let's say 10 years from now. That's... What, what do you want to be doing 10 years from now? Well, give, me, give me like a, a magazine or a publication that, that, you know, like you really respect that you um, work for? So, for me personally, I would love to work anywhere in Massachusetts as a managing editor for, like, any liberal magazine. And I also want to open a restaurant. So, like, in 10 years, like, goal is to have a restaurant and also be working at a newsroom. Okay. So... Why a restaurant? So, I love my mom's cooking. I always have. And I, me and my mom always talk about, like, opening a food truck or, like, traveling the country. So, like, it would be, like, an ode to my mother. And, like, we'd have some of her recipes. I also want to open, like, there's not a lot of gay bars around anymore because of, like, all the dating apps that exist. So, like, I want to open a place for, like, LGBT youth, LGBT young adults, LGBT older people to like come and just be themselves and like have drag show nights and like youth nights and just hit hit the ground running with that'd be really cool yeah to like have like a restaurant bar slash stage yeah. or whatever so what's the uh sounds like you've thought about this so give me a food motif are we talking about american food um it would be american and italian mixed because okay. I'm Italian. So, like, it would be some American recipes, and then it would be some Italian recipes. And then I was hoping to, like, possibly brew my own beer for that restaurant. Oh, now we're getting yeah. serious. <laughs> you got to raise some money there to do this. I realize that. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Mariana, anything else that you think people need to know about you before we wrap up? No, I think I think I've said a lot. <laughs> this has been really good. Thank you for uh, thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Oh, of course, no problem.
That was Chris Roush interviewing Mariana Rapa, a senior journalism major. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Roush, Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. The show is produced by myself, Mike Bachman. A big thank you to Heather Popovics for running social media. Our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. To learn more about all of our podcasts, you can visit qu.edu slash podcast. You can listen to our podcasts on the platform or app of your choice. And be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at qupodcasts. If you have a story to share or something you want us to talk about, you can find us on social media or you can shoot us an email. That address is qupodcasts at qu.edu. On the next episode of Uncommon Grounds, Chris interviews Isabella Lugo, a film, television, and media arts major with a women and gender studies minor. And in a world that's shifting under our feet faster than any other era in a lifetime, information and media access are critical. So stay connected, my friends, and we'll catch you next time.